This is Urban Tiger Radio, a project supported by CybermouseMultimedia.com, sponsors of our free weekly podcasts. Search for Urban Tiger Radio in the iTunes Store or on Stitcher.com and hit the subscribe button to receive free automatic downloads. Please remember to share and rate our show before you leave. Hi, this is Bill Allerton from Urban Tiger Radio and I'd like to welcome you to Apocalypse Now, which is my ultimate depressive mix. In Apocalypse Now, you're going to hear, as always, some very original and quirky tracks that you very likely will never hear anywhere else. Not because they're bad, but just because they're not available. We're going to start off with Superman is Dead by the Fridge Magnets. Now, I bet you've never heard of the Fridge Magnets. And we'll continue from there with the Welsh Nuclear Deterrent by Welsh Jeff. Who else? Doing John Agard for GCSE by Bryony Doran. It's Getting a Bit Lively Just Outside by Roy Blackman. Heaven Help Us All by Cameron and Heaven Help Us All by that time to end with the Trigaran Nuclear Disaster by Welsh Jeff. So here we go with the first one. I'll tell you a little bit about the Fridge Magnets. Fridge Magnets were a group that used to perform down at the Harlequin. Yes, we're back to the Harlequin again. And the Fridge Magnets were Miko Pisanti, who played music, guitar and vocals, Jose Vas, who played vocals, and Mark Sykes. Now there's a Yorkshire name, if ever there was one. So here we go with Superman is Dead. But before we start the track, how else are we going to manage without Superman? I mean, we've all been waiting, ever since Marvel Comics came out, we've all been waiting for a Superman of some kind to come and save us all from our ultimate destruction. Unless, like myself, you're waiting for aliens to land. And I'm just waiting for that huge spaceship to come and settle down in the middle of Times Square or um, Trafalgar Square. That's not big enough, really, for a huge spaceship. But uh, they can come and sit on any government they like, for my money. So here we go with, in the absence of aliens, Superman is dead. Where is 
Superman is dead and as his death nears And the blue and the red and he'll the out Who's going to save us now When we can't save ourselves Can he tell us how are we just another Are we just another the plan? God's best in the show. And why must he die? Why must he die? Man who can fly Superman. Superman is officially dead, but don't worry too much about that. We still have Green Hornet, uh, Green Lantern, the Hulk, uh, Elastic Man, whoever. There's no end to our febrile imagination when it comes to superheroes, of which I am maybe not the least, but there you go. Right, okay, so Superman is dead. Coming up next is the Welsh nuclear deterrent. Now, this is a song that from Welsh Jeff, one of my favourite performers, who lost this song, evidently, and it, and it came back to light due to Mike Barrett. Now, Mike Barrett was a guy we used to know as Spiky Mike, and he played in a band that played regularly down at the Harlequin. And he was a really, really nice guy who was sort of in a time warp. And uh, he'd looked the same way, maybe, for about the last 30, 40 years. And, and never seemed to get any older. And then one day he ceased getting older altogether, which was unfortunate because he was only quite a young man. So in memory of Mike Barrett and his resurrection of some of Welsh Jeff's work, which is good, here is the Welsh nuclear deterrent. I grew up in the era of mutually assured destruction, and this song is my contribution to that era. It's called the Welsh nuclear deterrent. Actually, this song was lost for many years and recovered only due to the persistence of Mike Barrett. It's also from a time when Wales had pits. Down in darkest Swansea in the shadow of Kilvay, the Welsh nuclear deterrent is being made, they say. And I've heard it whispered that the man behind it all Poses as headmaster in a Swansea Valley school When pressured by the pressmen he gives nothing away But after 14 pints of black and tan was overheard to say Plutonium's a problem, strontium we get free We boil it down from mussels from the Lachar estuary Stuffs them in a welly it doesn't need a lot Cap it off with powder from Klein Quarry blasting shot In the hills behind Clan Dilo Over many trees and stiles We're training welly throwers To throw 16,000 miles Our stealth low-level bomber The world is soon to see 
Nothing has flown lower in aviation history. It was just a sob with camel till we shortened down the wings. Put on a miner's lamp and a few more other things. Now it thunders down the tunnels at night on the speed of sound, quite safe from interception. Two miles underground, down on level seven, grim faced in the heat, are the hundred strongest miners that ever went down a pit. Shovels at the ready, muscles bulging round, they there to dig to Russia when the four minute warning sounds. Our cruise missiles, they're all ready. And siloed underground, they're constructed from materials that we just found lying around. When we tested one last Friday, all the radar dishes turned, till someone made visual contact with this Cambrian milk churn. They double as a smoke screen by burning round the coal and carry 16 wellies nailed on by the soles. They go faster than the Irish ones that only run on peat and drop giant blocks of anthracite from 18,000 feet. Our dirty tricks department, they're the ones to cap it all. From nerve gas leaks and daffodils to the napalm rugby ball. Gary Owen mortars, fragmentation sheep, harps that clamber up the stairs and garrot you in your sleep. Fragmentation sheep, I love that one. <laughs> Jeff, that's an absolute winner every time. And <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, I do find that track amusing. Uh, despite its uh, its portent, but anyway, the strange thing about the Welsh is I have a friend who lives a friend called Mick who lives in uh, Penkethley in sort of East Wales, uh, almost towards England, I suppose, on the borders perhaps. Now I went there to visit him one day, and we went out for a drink, and I I went in the pub, and the local, and I was listening and listening and failed to find a Welsh accent. And I said, Mick, where are all the Welshmen? And he said, oh, they're all in England. And all the English are here in Wales because the property was cheaper. Well, that's Wales for you. Coming up next, I've got a poem from Bryony Doran about when her son was in the army. And it's called Doing John Agard for GCSE. Very, very poignant poem. So we're going back now from the uh, from the laughs to a little bit of pathos here. And here's Bryony. Doing John Agard for GCSE. No dawdling that day. He fairly loped home from school, exploding through the front door into my workroom. I laid down my black-handled shears and switched off the sewing machine. You fetched the biscuits. I made a brew. Then we sat on my unmade bed and drank tea. Yours with one sugar and chocolate digestives. You told me about the John Agard poem. Standing to give a rendition in front of my mirror. Always the natural mimic, the class clown. You plagued us for days. Explain yourself, standing on one leg. What do you mean when you say half-gassed? How did we get snuck up on? You out there in Afghanistan, manning a checkpoint. A delayed voice asking for thermal socks. 
Me here in front of my full-length mirror, hearing kids return from school, doing my exercises, trying to strengthen my core, to balance on one leg. Pulling my foot up behind to hold for 30 seconds. And there you are in my mirror, standing on one leg. It's my greatest pleasure to report that the lad did indeed return back from Afghanistan safe and sound and all in one piece and with both legs to stand on. And he's been standing on them pretty firmly ever since. Good luck to him. It's a very difficult transition to make and it's been as difficult a transition for mothers and parents, husbands, wives to make when their children, spouses come back from a war zone. If you want to read more of Bryony's poetry, her collection is called Bulletproof and it's part of an anthology by Blood Axe Books called Homefront. There are four female poets in this book and two of them are American, two of them are British. Now, unfortunately, America, it's not available in uh, in America for some reason it can't be published there because I think two of the American poets are already published in America by a different publisher so if anybody wants a copy of Homefront if they email me at urbantigerradio at gmail.com from America I will send one along for a small fee other than that it's available in England in Waterstones online uh, Amazon Goodreads any good bookshop so there you go. So that was uh, doing John Agard for GHC. I'll give these teeth back to the cat tomorrow. Doing John Agard for GCSE by Bryony Doran. Absolutely wonderful poet. Very, very sensitive stuff. Coming up next is Roy Blackman. Roy is a particular favourite of mine. Roy is, is well into his 80s now and losing his sight. But he's not lost his mind and... Uh, <laughs> And it is a very cute cookie. Now, this is one of Roy's about the Blitz in Sheffield when the Germans came over and bombed the out uh, Sheffield. And uh, this is actually a true story. There was a cinema in Sheffield that continued throughout the Blitz and never stopped showing a film. And this is called Lively Just Outside. If you wish to remain in the cinema, you can, and I will play some extra films. I'm afraid it's a little bit lively outside. This magnificent piece of Yorkshire understatement refers to the Blitz. There's a city in the north with seven valleys Which Adolf Hitler tried to blow to bits If you knock out Shep, you'll steal your crippled England In December 1940 came the Blitz And the manager of the cinema in Sheffield While bombs were blasting, buildings gaping wide said would you like to watch another picture cause it is rather lively just outside just outside 
just outside raining fire and blood so many people died and they all watched charlie chaplin and laughed until they cried when it was rather lively just outside no one bother managing of that cinema in Sheffield knew how we organised the sandwiches and tea. But that far, far bigger man than Adolf Hitler wouldn't charge an extra penny fee. And when three Charlie Chaplin films were over, and bombs still blasting buildings gaping wide, said now it's time for laurel and hardy cause it's still rather lively just outside just outside just outside raining fire and blood so many people died and they all watched charlie chaplin and laughed until they cried when it was rather lively just outside the german bombs kept raining down for hours after the most cruel night this city ever had yet from their cinema there came the sound of laughter were it fear were they drunk or were they mad and the manager of the cinema in Sheffield, his professional smile all comforting and wide, worked through the night until the early hours of morning, when it was rather lively just outside, just outside, just outside raining fire and blood so many people died and they all watched charlie chaplin and laughed until they cried when it was rather lively just outside he got up on the stage when it was over said i don't know how to say just what i feel except it's time for you to go to work now it's time for you to make some ship you steal we don't know what is left and what is standing we don't know who is alive and who is gone but with Shep you steal we know this fascist scumbag will find it gets more lively from now on from then on from then on they made more Shep you steal than ever by the tongue and they all watched charlie chaplin and laughed when it was done and hitler found it got more lively from then on now i know you think us british have got nothing else better to do but keep revisiting world war Two and thinking about it singing about it talking about it well to be honest, since World War Two, nothing much has happened here. Everything else that's happened in the world has sort of 
gone over our heads almost, as would the Russian and the American missiles, apart from the few stray ones that would land here. So, yeah, we, we have a reason, because it's uh, until Brexit, actually, it was still a very, very lively topic of conversation. Brexit feels like World War Three at the moment, and the sooner it happens, the better. But there you go. That's just my opinion. Coming up next is Heaven Help Us All by Cameron Kemp. Now, Heaven Help Us All is about as apocalyptic as you can get. Cameron is now living somewhere in Scotland, and um, I, I know they go fishing. I've seen a picture of Ingrid, his, his partner, with a huge fish, and uh, that was on Facebook. So, Cameron, if you hear this, thank you for the song, and here we go with Heaven Help Us All.
Now, one of the things I remember about Cameron is that some years ago, my friend Andrew organised a Burns night in the downstairs bar at the old Abbeydale Cinema. And I helped with that. And Cameron came on as one of the acts. He brought his friend who did the address to the Haggis, and uh, which was, uh, the, you know, the Burns poem. And, uh, and that was amazing. And the sight of Cameron in a kilt is something else as, as, again as well. He's a fine strapping lad, is Cameron. And... Uh, but one of the funniest things about that evening was that we had a Scotsman on who did a, um, what can we say, uh, a, a sort of almost like a pastiche Scotsman in a kilt, sandy hair, and his name was Woolly. And when it was his turn to go on stage, now I, I couldn't find him. I was doing the announcing and, and comparing the show and, and I couldn't find him and I couldn't see him in the audience to ask him to come up on stage and I saw his wife and I said where's Wooly she said he's in the toilet emptying his catheter bag now the thought of a, a Scotsman in a kilt with a catheter bag strapped to his leg dancing on stage suddenly entered my mind and I, I, I think I probably collapsed in a fit of laughter but uh, thankfully he came back without his catheter bag on display uh, maybe it was in his sporran I don't know but anyway that was a that was a really really good night and uh, I can't remember how long ago it was now. I don't know, five years, six years, maybe. Anyway, coming up next is the Tringaran nuclear disaster. And we're back to Wales again, and we're back to Welsh Jeff. And this is another one of his funniest songs. So here it is, Welsh Jeff, Tringaran nuclear disaster. I worked for a time at Harwell for the UK Atomic Energy Authority. This song originates from about that time and from the events at Three Mile Island. It's called the Trigaron Nuclear Disaster. Off a corridor in Whitehall sat eleven faceless men. One fumbled in his trousers, pulled out a rusted pin. On the old mahogany table lay a faded map of Wales. The pin swung swiftly through the air, Trigaron was impaled. We'll build it there, it's just the place, said this vandal with a pin. As the other ten were snoring, this point was swiftly won. An elder statesman wicked said, for God's sake, what's the fuss? It's only twenty kilotons and a good long way from us. So come you two, Trigaron, don't worry, you'll be all right. Take home a home-knit sweater, it'll light your way at night. They informed the local residents by letters in the post. But one way or another, every one of them got lost. And the first we heard about it was tractors in the town, bulldozers on the mountain, and Irishmen all round. Your postman's name was Defas, and he only had one tooth. Some called him Die Central Eatin, some called him Defas the Post. He would often eavesdrop stories and retell them as he'd heard. Sometimes they came out two-fifths right, but more often quite absurd. In the back bar of the snipe and grouse, old Defas had had a few. He'd given up on the barmaid and turned as if to go. As he reached down for his cycle clips, he thought he heard it said, 
that the tractors had all come to town to build a brand new pub. So when the giant 12-wheel juggernaut that carried the reactor core came careering down Tregaron Hill and flattened houses by the score, there was only one protester, the landlord of the snipe and grouse. He stood firm and waved his banner, then drinks were on the house. So come you two, Tregaron, our bitters all the best. The only pint in Wales that makes the hairs drop off your chest. The surveyor's name was Evans, now Velasque, if you please. He lives in Venezuela, escaping his misdeed. His auntie on the council said, I'll see what I can do. And they let him draw the plans as well and saved a bob or two. Deep beneath the mountain in the workings, long forgot. The old pit props were rotting, there already weren't a lot. That winter was so very hard, it drove the squirrels underground. By spring there was just one post left, and that was chewed right round. All across that mountain, dozers shuddered in the snow. The shocks went through the bedrock, to the workings deep below. That last pit prop was leaning, dangerously askew. The tunnel ceiling was all cracked water running through. So come you two to Garon for our scenery and slates, and strontium cesium iodine in unexpected weights. Well, the Irish workmen were all drunk, and the Welsh were all off sick. But somehow they built it. In fact, they built it quick. It didn't look exactly like the drawing on the plans, but I think it's going to be all right, said the foreman of the gang. The reactor came from Ireland. It was the fastest breeding type. Some said that it was Guinness that ran round in the pipes. The rods were all imported, got them cheap. I'd heard it spoke from some firm in Pennsylvania that recently went broke. On the day of its grand opening, crowds came from far and wide and pulled down the barbed wire and milled about inside. Their banners all proclaiming, we don't want it here, till a spokesman from the government on a rostrum did appear. Safety is the watchword, defense in depth the code. We've really thought of everything on this, I give my word. This spokesman for the government, smiled and turned away he booked a flight to tokyo for later on that day now the last and final safeguard for if all the systems crashed was a giant isolation valve behind a sheet of glass two notices above it written on the wall in english and in welsh as well in letters two feet tall Ty Jenkins sat upon a stool by this isolation valve. Laid of Cardiff CID and a thousand crimes unsolved. There to reassure the public that there was nothing to fear. Ty Jenkins tried to stay awake as startup hour drew near. The Queen Mother pulled the lever and the rods went crashing down. That last pit prop fell over, cracks appeared in the ground. Ty Jenkins read the notices and gave a ghastly grin. The English one said screw it out and the Welsh said screw it in. So come you two to Garon, nowhere else is quite the same. The only place in Wales that you'll get sunburned in the rain.
Well, that's all for this week's show. So all that remains is for me to wish a very happy new year to North Korea and to remind you to get out your nuclear umbrella or dig yourself a shelter. And I'll see you again when the background radiation drops a bit closer to zero. Thanks again. This is Bill Allerton from Urban Tiger Radio. Bye. Lay your fingers on the rails And you will find that without fail Vibrations from the engine room They're gonna get you home safe soon Well, that's all for this week's show, folks. I hope you enjoyed your free podcast from Urban Tiger Radio. And if you've hit that subscribe button, you'll be hearing from us again in a week's time. So it's a goodbye from me and a... From Nelly. Bye-bye. Shovel in the coal that keeps the fire burning in the soul. We see a safe to harbor.